Janessa Durrani. I empower midlife moms to dream big, believe in themselves, and show them with clarity what's possible without sacrificing their role as an amazing mom. And this is my podcast, where each week in 20 minutes or less, I share my insights and strategies on how you can dream your big dream and implement it small to bring it to fruition in amongst your busy life. I hope you were able to put my eight steps to manifesting your dreams into action from last week's episode and are already seeing the fruits of your labor. Now we shift gears as we go into March and a new theme within the daily practice community. This month's theme is unlimited, knocking down the barriers that we put up. Within the community, we have a theme or a focus each month so that we can work on one area of our lives at a time. Restarting and or undergoing a transformation in our lives is hard and can be really overwhelming. So we break it down into the tiniest of micro steps so that you can give yourself a huge high five every day and get that much closer to the life you want to be living one you look forward to waking up to each day. Okay, guys, as part of Unlimited, the whole thought of this is that when we're going forward in anything, a new hobby, a new job, a new relationship, anything that we're trying to go into, it seems overwhelming. And it's overwhelming because all of a sudden we see all these, it's kind of like whack-a-mole. The things keep popping up that are standing in our way. The roadblocks. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough creativity. I don't have the right degree. I don't have all these things, right? So that's what we're talking about in the community this month is these are things that we are putting in front of us. And That's the first piece of the awareness is understanding that we, we are the ones that are keeping us from moving forward. So each week for this month, I'll be breaking down a different area, but this week I want to talk about limiting beliefs. So what is a belief? A belief is something, hello, we believe. We believe it to be true, right? I believe that I am five, nine and a half, but if you're going to weigh me, I'll tell you that I weigh, that I am actually 5'10". These are a belief. I believe the sky is blue. I believe that everyone deserves to be happy. These are my belief systems, right? And a lot of those, those are, those are true. But I also have believed things that I was sure were true but really weren't. And that's a limiting belief. Okay. So when I was five years old and in kindergarten in Alta, Iowa, I was standing in line at, for lunch outside of the cafeteria slash gym. And I started to feel a little funky. And next thing I know, I'm on the ground and everyone is crowded around me. And I had passed out and they handed me a paper cone of milk. Remember the milk machines? I loved those milk machines. I really don't like drinking milk, but 
milk out of those machines was like glorious. But in any case, they handed me a paper cone of milk and pepped me back up, took me into the nurse's office and they called my mom. And from that point forward, I don't know if it was my mom that diagnosed me or if we actually ever went to the doctor. My mom wasn't a big fan of like, eh, suck it up, take a hot bath and walk it off. Everything can be cured that way. And, but it was determined at that point that I had low blood sugar. And so for years, every time I went to the doctor, they would prick my finger, which was the worst thing ever to check my levels. Each teacher was instructed to keep candy in their top drawer for me if I started to feel a little off. And I started to really super focus on if I was starting to feel a little a little shaky. So in gym class, I didn't do sports because I was sure like I'm going to pass out. Everything, I had this fear of passing out. And so... I formulated a deep-seated belief that I needed sugar to be able to kind of regulate. I had to have it, okay? This led then, (laughs) or was one of the very, there was more than one factor contributing to the fact that I became morbidly obese. And at my heaviest was 370 pounds. But I believed it to be true. I also believed that I did not have willpower. Mary has willpower. Jane has willpower. Everybody else has willpower. I just don't have it. Just don't have it. I had started and stopped and started and stopped and started and stopped a million times, right? And that's the thing with limiting beliefs is that they're so strong that they're kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy. If I tried really hard, I was going all in on a new weight loss program, and then I faltered because we all falter, right? And then I would just be like, oh, don't have any willpower. I just I just can't make it through the day. Just can't make it through the day. It, and I'm starting to feel a little, a little off, so I better eat something. This kept going for 35 years. And it wasn't until I could flip the script and put actions into place first on mindset, then on affirmation, and then an action plan, was I able to lose 160 pounds. And that's just one area of my life that I've had limiting beliefs. So limiting beliefs are ones that grew out of something that truly happened. Okay. So I did pass out and would pass out on a regular basis when I was young. So it's based in truth. It did happen to us. My youngest son was on the beach once and a puppy came and freaked him out and he ran off and the puppy thought he was playing. And so he chased him. And next thing you know, he's like nipping at him. And now his 
fear of dogs is so huge. It keeps him from being able to enjoy life almost anywhere out in the world. Okay? So it comes from a place and it serves us to hold on to it because it protects us, right? I didn't want to pass out. So I held on to this feeling that if I had this feeling, I had to eat something. Near, when he sees a dog, he goes into survival mode because he doesn't want to be nipped by a dog. Okay? So think of different limiting beliefs. We've gone through two lives this week in the community already. The, the others were, I can't finish. I don't want people to think I am full of myself. I don't think that I am smart enough. I don't have the right degree to do that. I don't want people to think X, Y, Z about me. These are all things that are protecting us because something first happened. And it could have been two weeks ago. It could have been two years ago. It could have been two decades ago. And we've held on to it for so long that we don't even see that it isn't true until we grow awareness. It has served us to protect us. Mir doesn't go anywhere near dogs. So thus, he hasn't been nipped by a dog. It's serving that purpose. But what is it causing in the ill effects? Like, what is the flip side? What is it keeping us from doing? So for me, in my example, it kept me from finding a place in a right-sized body, for having the energy that I want and need to live the life that I want to live. And I had to let go of that limiting belief to be able to have the life that I wanted to live. I had to recognize what it was doing for me. It's kind of like when we talk, and I'm, I'm not a therapist, but all the idea around parts, each of our parts serves a purpose for us until it doesn't. And so first it's recognizing what in the world do I want? What is keeping me from getting there? What of those are limiting beliefs? And I could really go through, I pretty much can tell you everything that you are putting up in front of you is a limiting belief in some fashion. Where did it come from? How is it serving us? And how is it now preventing us from moving forward? So then once we have that awareness, we have to go into mindset and say, what is possible if we were to believe the opposite? What is possible for me to say, I actually don't need to eat to control my sugars. Or I have the exact amount of willpower that is given to everyone. 
because that is now my belief. What is possible? It's almost like you're then opening a window and seeing like a crack of light of like, oh my gosh, like what would that mean? And then we need to flip the script to say, I have all the willpower I need. I need to work to utilize it for good. I could go through a whole, and I'll probably do a whole episode on willpower, on the concept of how, think of it as a battery that we get charged each morning and that we need to have as many of the things in our life already dialed in so we don't have to have all of the decisions making and that we are only using a little bit of battery all day long so that when things come to us that are hard, when someone brings out 75 cupcakes in front of you, you're like, I'm good. I'm good because I still have all the willpower I woke up with this morning. It's changing your perspective. It's saying for Mir, what is possible? I love dogs. I have been nipped by two dogs, but I have been in the company of, stood next to, crossed a street with 75,000 dogs in my lifetime. Not one has ever come near me or tried to nip me, only two. I am afraid of those two dogs, but I'm not afraid of all dogs. I love dogs. Mindset, affirmation. I can do this. I do want to go out in the world and be in a place where I feel safe. And if dogs are there, I am okay. And then the last piece of this is putting an action plan into place. I will tell you that I had to conquer my limiting beliefs to be able to lose weight, but I still needed a plan and a system and a framework and support and accountability and all those parts and pieces. But awareness was the first step. But knowing And I've said this before, knowing is not enough. Action, action is where the magic happens. So I want, what is the transformation that you're wanting? Do you want more passion? Do you want more energy? Do you want more purpose? Do you want to find fulfilling work? Do you want to find a new hobby? Do you want to strengthen your relationships? What is it that you want? What is standing in your way? How can I flip that mindset? And then what can I do in the tiniest of micro steps to make those affirmations true? That is where the power is going to be. So going back to Mir's example, I am going to every day 
find a dog in the neighborhood that I can walk next to, walk by, cross paths with. And then once he gets comfortable there, then maybe I could pet one every day. And maybe I could ask to walk one once a week. Little steps, little steps, so small that it's a slam dunk each day. But each time it builds our confidence to be like, oh my gosh, I can do this. So for me and my weight loss, I followed a program that had accountability. I committed my food every day. So before that, I would say this, today I'm going to only eat whole foods and I'm, I'm going to stay within, like I'm, I'm going to eat well, right? I'm going to eat healthy and so forth. And I'd start strong in breakfast. Breakfast is still my favorite, my favorite meal. And I would go all in and do this beautiful breakfast. And then lunch would come and I'd see what my husband was making and oh yeah, the kids didn't eat all their stuff. So I'm eating crumbs off of their plate. Hello, that's a whole other topic. And then by dinner, I've unraveled. And that's where I was like, I don't have willpower. I don't have willpower. I can't make it a freaking full day without unraveling. So in the program that I followed, Each night before I went to bed, I wrote down specifically, this is what I'm going to eat tomorrow. And I couldn't eat anything else, only what was on there. So it didn't say I'm going to eat six ounces of vegetable. It was six ounces of broccoli. And I had to eat six ounces of broccoli, even though maybe corn, because you know what? Corn always... Who wouldn't pick corn over broccoli every day? Couldn't change anything. And the first day was hard, but I made it to the end of the day. And I was like, oh, flipping A, look at that. I just, I made it through a day. And then I did another day and another day and another day. And I only focused on that day, that meal, that commitment, that accountability. And little by little, I was like, I can do this. I can do this. I was like the little engine that could. You also have it in you to do that. It is, what do you want? What are your limiting beliefs? Where did they come from? How were they serving you? How are they not serving you? What is possible if you were to believe the opposite? And then what are those micro steps you can take each day to help you build confidence around each of those new affirmations? I do have willpower. I do love dogs. I do have this ability. I am a finisher. I can work in my genius. I have the skills I need without a piece of paper to affirm it. This is powerful, you guys. If you can get 
through your limiting beliefs, and you have them in all areas of your life, in relationships, in your health, in your spirituality, in your well-being, you as a parent, you as a child, we have so much. So just notice them all this week. Just notice them. It's like a crack in your ceiling. Once you see it, you can't unsee it, and you'll be able to go through this framework. As usual, I thank you so much for taking me on your walk or listening to me while you're folding your laundry. I so appreciate it. As moms, we've spent years and years weaving a narrative that the work we're doing as mothers is so purposeful that nothing else matters, including us, and living a life that is full of purpose and passion and energy. A narrative that is so strong, it's hard to see in a different light. The first step is creating awareness, to notice that we're putting up in front of ourselves, understanding where it came from and how it's serving us. It's only then that we can begin to shift our mindset to believe in ourselves. You are capable of doing amazing things. My goodness, you have had a lifetime of accomplishing amazing things. You've kept humans alive, for goodness sakes. So if you're ready to say yes to your dreams and start making them a reality, I would love for you to join me for a free Priorities Power Session. In 30 minutes, we will get to the root of what is most important to you and determine your best path forward to assure that you're making space for it. It's fun, it's meaningful, and it's an amazing jumpstart for you. Everything you need to sign up is in this week's show notes. And join me next week as we dive into perfectionism and how it's wreaking havoc on our lives, our expectations, and any hope for moving forward. Mm